Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. I always say you're about to listen to, don't I? But you are listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. This is show 878. It is October 16th. G-mini. G-mini. Is that a word? October 16th, 2022, mid-October. It's fall or autumn. Do you say autumn or do you say fall? I think I say fall. I don't say autumn usually. Autumn is like a person's name, <laughs> but I, I I say fall. Is that a is that a part of the country thing? I don't know. Does the Midwest call it fall? I don't really hear anybody call it autumn up here. Uh, but um, so there's the weirdness for the for the for the first few minutes of the podcast. Yeah, there was no show last week. I was going to try to do something. Uh, I couldn't get a guest, and also uh, I got pretty busy last weekend, so skipped week. But this weekend, or this today, is Sunday the 16th, as I said, and you are getting a podcast. And we're going to talk about, I was tossing around a few ideas. I'll talk more about that here shortly. But um, I settled on, I want to talk about the Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, series. There's been basically two. There was um, the more comedy one back in the, when was that, late 90s? early 2000s. And then there's the new one more. I think it's called Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I have to look up the exact titles. Uh, that was on Netflix. Uh, I'm going to mostly focus on that one, I think. It's more fresh in my mind. But I'll talk about a little bit of both and some related things as well. So, And, and obviously that's based on the Sabrina from the Archie comics, who's the teenage witch, right? And so that's going to be the topic. Trying to do sort of Halloween-type uh, shows for the next or rest of this month. Next week might be a guest cast. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have, uh, sorry, might be a repeat cast. I don't know if I'll find a guest. But in two weeks, I'm going to do a video cast to my annual kind of Halloween video cast. A little bit more on that here shortly. Uh, but let's do the main show now that I've already talked for like two minutes in the preamble. Uh, here is Trex and Sci Fi. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, everyone. Welcome to Trucks and Sci-Fi again. Uh, appreciate that. If you'd like to support the show, that's at patreon.com forward slash Trucks and Sci-Fi. And thanks to everybody that does that. Um, you guys are super appreciated by me. Uh, as I've said many times, we kind of have a steady group there. Hasn't changed that much. Uh, and it's it's nice that you guys continue to do that and support the show, and I hope that it's enjoyable for you each time it comes out, uh, which is almost every week. Uh, but uh, again, if you'd like to support the show with a dollar or two each month or whatever you feel like, that's at patreon.com forward slash treks in sci-fi. Um, what else do I want to talk about before we really get into things? I don't know. I don't think there's anything much else, except, uh, you know, there's election time coming, which nobody really wants to talk about. I don't. Uh it's just uh, here in the U.S., I don't know, the last 
the last many years have not been a pleasant time for many reasons in terms of, um, well, COVID, politics. We're not going to talk about any of that, really. I'm just mentioning. I'm mentioning the fact that I'm not going to talk about it. It's a weird thing. I'm in a bit of a weird mood. It's been a little bit of weird. Uh, I've had a little bit of a weird sleep sleeping pattern the last several days. I kind of was not getting enough sleep for a few days. And then last night, you know how this is when you, you know, I was kind of waking up early. There was a lot of work things going on. And and then you kind of like last night, I got a really, really good night's sleep. Woke up once, but um, got back to sleep. So then you feel a little bit weird, kind of almost like it's, wow, I got that's, you know, you got a lot of sleep. You almost feel a little bit more almost draggy, not draggy, but you just feel different. I don't know. And it's only pretty early. I've only been up a couple of hours. It's about 10 o'clock here. Uh, I got up about eight. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There's the Rico Sunday report. All right. Well, I hope everybody's well. Uh, I'm feeling pretty well uh, health-wise, which I like and is good. We've had a lot of things, activities going on in the last couple of months. It's kind of settled down now. I am going to go, I don't, I think I may have mentioned it on the podcast a couple of times. I put it up on the Facebook group, but there's a really, really big guest lineup for this GalaxyCon um, Comic-Con convention, if that's what you call it. I don't know if you still call it Comic-Con. Comic-Con, I think, was for a while trying to trademark Comic-Con, which seems ridiculous to me, but whatever. Um, never sure. We're not sure where that went because I think other places still call their places, their shows Comic-Con. Like we just had this weekend. It's actually going on right now. Motor City Comic-Con that I used to religiously go to uh, every spring in, in May, we had it. COVID kind of messed things up for a few years, but now they've actually gone to having a second show in the fall, and it's going on this weekend. But I decided to pass. I, I just, there wasn't really, there weren't really any guests that I really wanted to see. They have some people from Doctor Who. Matt Smith is actually here, and Karen Gillan, and a couple of others, but... Um, the, uh, the the thing is, they were going to do a talk, like you could do obviously photo ops with them, which would have been cool, kind of pricey, I mean, but everything is these days. O- photo ops or autographs uh, today, or you could go to this uh, talk they were going to give for like an hour or so, talk about Doctor Who, obviously, and other things. Matt Smith's obviously in that House of Dragon show, so our House of the Dragon the uh, and and Karen Gillan's been in a ton of stuff. She's become very very um, popular, I guess. I, I think she's fantastic. I really like her in just about everything I see her in. She's in those Jumanji movies too, and Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, and all. So, but they were they're doing this talk to later today, a special kind of event kind of ish thing, where they're charging extra. So it's like fifty bucks to get in for a day, plus it's an extra thirty five for this thing there's talk they're going to do and I just find that a bit of a ripoff myself I I mean conventions uh, I get sometimes when this doesn't sound like they're putting on a special show like they're going to read a script or do a play you know like I know some celebrities do those kinds of things like a special a little bit more special but this just sounds like they're literally going to just sit up there on stage and talk about Doctor Who which is like a normal comic-con type talk and th- here's my little bit of a rant here, but if if you're just doing that, that's just normal Comic-Con type procedure, which should be part of the admission. It shouldn't be an extra charge. And I don't know how this gets decided if this, 
if if the Doctor Who celebrity said, "Hey, we'll do this, but we're we're going to need more money for that or something," I don't know if Motor City Comic Con decided to do that. I'm not sure, but it really put me off. I I kind of have I have kind of an internal limit switch or something on stuff, and I'll pay more. Like I'm much more uh, I much more prefer that everything is just an inclusive thing. If you want to charge five more dollars to everyone that goes to include if it costs you more to bring in certain celebrities, then just do that. I I don't like these extra add-on charge type stuff for things. I'd rather it just be one price. Like, you know, I'll I'll spin off and talk about airlines, for example, for a quick minute. When they started charging for bags, I thought it was a bit silly. I mean, tickets are already pretty darn expensive. Why don't you just add a couple of dollars to everybody's five bucks or something to everybody's charge for a ticket and and just don't don't charge for bags. You know, I just I don't know. I just find the little nitpicky bit by bit thing like that just kind of silly. So there's my rant on that. But so I decided to not go. My son went yesterday. My older son went to the Comic-Con for a few few hours. He said it was pretty good. There were some things he, you know, he bought a few things from the dealer's room, but he mostly just goes for that to to go, you know, to the dealer's area and buy a few things and that kind of stuff. There isn't really much that I want right now in terms of things I would have probably seen there to buy. So, and I mean, gosh, I went to San Diego in July, walked around that huge, massive dealer's floor for days and only bought a couple of small things. Now, part of that is because of traveling, you know, from the convention. But sometimes it's just, uh, there's not, you know, nothing here is really grabbing me. I, I've become, even though Lynn, my wife, would maybe question this. By the way, she said a while back, I got to take her up on this, maybe next month. We're both having birthdays in in November. Maybe that'll be a good excuse. But she said a while ago, I think, to, that we should do another uh, podcast together. You guys would probably enjoy that, right? I don't know what it would, what we'd really talk about. Maybe a little bit about being grandparents now. I don't remember the last time we did one. Did we have grandkids then? Two son, two grandsons? I don't know. Uh, we have two sons and two grandsons now. So, but uh, yeah. So, but but she would question what I was about to say, which is that I'm being pretty selective in purchases that I make. One is, you know, money. It, money's always a concern, not a concern, but a factor. Uh, the the other one is just space. Where do I put all this stuff? Uh, my my Rico Cave basement is pretty full. Uh, I'd have to I have to kind of pack some things away, put some things away to in order to display other things. Like I have a new statue coming tomorrow, and it, I have enough room for it. I have spots and stuff a little bit, but I have to be selective. So that's another reason to not just buy a bunch of stuff that I don't really, really, really want. Uh, so yeah. Um, but how to get it? Oh, I was talking about the comic con stuff. So anyway, go back to last thing I'll say about this on on the con circuit thing. There's a galaxy con in Columbus, Ohio, the first weekend of December. It's like December 2nd through 4th. There's a ton of celebrities from Trek going to be there. Uh, Gates McFadden, Brent Spiner, um, Jonathan Frakes, I think is going to be there. William Shatner is going to be there. Um, I think John Delancey as well. I don't know. Look at their look at their page. Look at their website. Um, GalaxyCon. I think it's probably GalaxyCon.com. I put some posts up on the Facebook group, but it's in Columbus, Ohio, which from where I live, yeah, four or five hour drive, something like that. 
it's not super close. It's closer than, than back when I was, you know, 10 years ago or so when I was working over in Chicago for about a year and drove back and forth. It's closer than driving to Chicago a little bit. Um, not not a bad drive, really. Pretty easy drive. Um, so I don't have to fly. So it's a lot cheaper than going to like San Diego just to get a hotel room for a few nights. And, um, and then, of course, buying the tickets to get in and all that. So but they just got a great guest lineup. And I've never gone to a Galaxy Con run con before. So I'm kind of curious. They kind of started up during the pandemic, uh, which is over, by the way, just to let you know. I mean, we're not really having a pandemic anymore. I mean, it, it's it's just there's still some COVID out there, but it's just going to be like that forever, I think. So um, but the uh, but the point is, is that um GalaxyCon is fairly new, I think, in in, make, in doing conventions. I have not really heard of a lot of feedback from people who have gone to the cons. I've seen some videos and things, so I'm curious on how they run it and how it, you know, the prices don't seem too bad to me. I think a weekend pass was like a hundred and, I don't know, 110 or 120. For three days, that does not seem too bad to me, in a, in, you know, in the year 2022. So, hey, I'm going to take... Um, I uh, feeling sort of dry today. I think it's because our furnace has been running, and uh, so I'm going to get more tea, and then I'm going to come back talk a little bit about some um, things I've been watching in the last week or two, and then we'll get into talking about the Sabrina shows. All right, I am back. So what I've been watching, let's go, uh, which is always the easiest way to do, let's go back in the most recent. um, The other topic I was going to do today is, which I've done, I think, before on a Halloween show, is I was going to talk a little bit about all the the Halloween movies, specifically the Halloween franchise, you know, with Jamie Lee Curtis and all those things, which, gosh, I don't know how many there have been now total, eight something like that, there's been kind of a new uh, series of them that started, I think, in 2018 with with what was called Halloween 2018 or whatever, just Halloween. I, it's always weird to me when they use the exact same title for a movie again. It seems strange. Uh, but uh, I, I would almost like they, you know, can you just give it a little subtitle? Anyway, then they had Halloween Kills. That was just a year ago, I think. And then that just came out, Halloween Ends, uh, which I, I watched on Peacock last night. Which, by the way, Peacock has got some decent stuff on there. And, you know, I just have the ad-supported thing. Uh, and I've been watching this AP Bio, which I think I've mentioned, this little comedy fun show. Uh, ridiculous, but it's funny. Um, and they have some movies on there and things. They're... It depends. Like Halloween, the Halloween Ends movie last night, it didn't really – I think there was a little bit of a slight commercial ad or something at the very beginning. But there's not like – I can watch TV shows with commercials. Like I have Hulu with ads. Uh, I can watch – again, I can watch TV-type shows with commercial ad breaks. That doesn't really bother me that much. But it's very – I, I've done it a few times, but it's very hard to watch, to me, a movie anymore with an ad break, with ad breaks in it. That that I, I 
done it a little bit, <laughs> but not, I, I really, really don't like to do that. So anyway, point is, I think some of these show or networks like Peacock and even Hulu, I think as well, like I watched that Predator movie on Hulu uh, a while back. And I think there was just like one big ad at the beginning. There were no ads during the movie. I think they understand that it really breaks up a movie when you have ads, much more than a TV show. TV shows are designed. It's funny. Even when I watch the new Star Trek shows on Paramount Plus, they're they're designed to have almost a break or a pause or an ad slipped in because there's they, they built a sort of a semi-climax, you know, and, and then there's a little pause and then the show comes back. It's almost a little weird sometimes to watch. And this is even more true, I think, in uh, the older, older days of television. Not even that old, but like original Star Trek, for example, or Next Gen. But even current Star Trek shows, Strange New Worlds especially, and even Lower Decks, I, it, it's, it's pretty noticeable. You know, one of the funny things I'm, I'm bouncing around like I typically do when I talk, but the Doctor Who show, when I watch Doctor Who on like BBC America, there's commercials and they're just like, he'll be like in mid sentence or she, if it's, a, you know, the current Doctor Who practically in mid sentence. And then there's a, they slip in an ad. And I know that's because those BBC British shows are not really designed for ads. They have ads, I think. Well, they're supported by taxes, I believe, right? Isn't that right for the UK folks? And also they they have ad type breaks sort of between uh, shows, between episodes of things. You know, like, hey, we're showing Doctor Who and then we're going to show, I don't know, some British Bake Off or whatever the heck, which I don't watch, by the way. But whatever else they're going to show. And then there's a bunch of ads in between. Kind of like radio for people who still, like I do, uh, I still listen to radio, good old radio. And they will have what they typically do is they'll play like, hey, it's 90 minutes or it's 60 minutes of, of commercial free radio. And then you'll have like 10 minutes of ads, you know, and then they do another block kind of thing. I don't know why I got on this topic. <laughs> How did I get on this topic? Oh, because I was watching Halloween Ends. So, wow, wow, my brain gone today. But um, the point is, so Halloween ends on on uh, Peacock, no ads. And I'll admit, uh, I, I don't want to say too much because it just came out and I don't want to, everyone should make up their own minds as I've always said about TV or movies, but I didn't like it that much. I was kind of disappointed uh, for a few reasons and I can't say too much without spoiling it. Uh, I, I, I guess uh, it it for those that may have, have heard some things online, it, it takes a very sort of different kind of uh, angle on things a little bit. And I didn't care for that approach. And it was it was also not what I expected, which happens in movies. I know everybody's like, oh, well, that's not the movie I wanted. But for for a movie that I'll put it this way, and I'm not going to say any more because again, you guys go watch it and make up your own mind. By the way, it's in theaters too, which is odd to me when movies come out like practically, you know, simultaneously on um, <laughs> home streaming and at the theaters. I wonder really what how much money they make at box office uh, that way. I mean, it would take like a major new Star Wars movie or Star Trek movie. 
uh, maybe like a Lord of the Rings movie if there was ever any more of those. Uh, but it would take a really, or a Bond possibly movie. Oh, Marvel, of course. DC probably, probably. Uh, but it's a small group of films to make me, if a movie is immediately out on, on streaming and in theaters, there's only another handful of type of movies that I'll go to the theater to see. I mean, I'll just sit at home and watch. Now, I know a lot of people won't even go out even for the biggies. You know, they'll just wait to, till it's on streaming. Oh, wow. We're 20 minutes in. I really should wrap this up. But um, yeah, so so Halloween ends was just it wasn't what I was expecting. And for for a, a movie that purports that, you know, this is it. We're going to wrap things up and, you know, no more Michael Myers and all this. Um the it just it just didn't it was like that's how you you know that's the last movie in the franchise you know that you guys now I, I guarantee you there'll be some other way of doing it maybe it won't be Michael Myers or something the spirit of Michael Myers is now in somebody else's body or something I don't know but um, they'll figure out a way to reboot Halloween uh, I mean there's no question to me and I was looking the other day um uh, you know, for other Halloween scary either shows or movies that I haven't really seen. And there wasn't really much that that I was interested. Some of them look pretty bad. I, I was scanning through all the different streaming services. So, um, but the, uh, but yeah, it, I was kind of disappointed in the movie. I'll admit it. I made some popcorn with my popcorn, my big popcorn machine and everything. I was all ready. And then it was like, meh. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't awful. It, it was just it just wasn't really what I wanted. And I, I I thought they weren't I didn't think they would go this way. I kind of saw it coming after about the first 10, 15 minutes of it. That's about, about all I want to say. Uh, what else? Oh, so we wrapped up Rings of Power. Real, real briefly run down some other things. Rings of Power. I, I thought that show was great. Uh, only eight episodes. But and House of the Dragon. It's starting to get a little bit better for me, but I still think everyone's terrible. All the people are awful in the show. I don't mean awful as in actors, of course, or people or whatever. I, I just mean they're they're not very nice people. And unlike in uh, Game of Thrones where you had some actual heroes around, you know, there's there's just not anybody I can really root for here. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm not sure how many I'm not sure how many episodes are in this season. Maybe 10. I think they're on episode 8 tonight. I think it is. So I'll have to check. But um, all right. We're 22 minutes in. Um, what else did I want to say? Archer season finished up. That was the last podcast I did. They had the last episode of that. Uh, Rick and Morty is running new episodes. That's great. On Comedy Central. Uh, whatever. Or watch it somewhere else, I guess. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think of... Um, Blood and Treasure finished up season two, which is probably going to be its last season. I'm probably not going to be renewed, I don't think. Really like that show a lot. Uh, nothing else really like it. So uh, check that out if you can. It's on Paramount Plus. Uh, both seasons? Yeah, both seasons, I think, are on there. So um, I think that should do it for now. Let's get into Sabrina. Okay, we're going to first talk about, I'm going to take a short break, and I think I'll play a trailer to the original or the first Sabrina the Teenage Witch 1996 series. Had a total of 163 episodes, seven seasons, starring uh, Melissa Joan Hart as uh, the very, very, you know, nice and cute uh, American teenager Sabrina Spellman, 
who was supposed to be 16 when the show started. I'm not sure how old Melissa Joan Hart is. I got to believe she was playing quite a bit uh, younger than her age at the time. I'll have to check that out. But here is a trailer I'll see on YouTube. I'm sure there is some kind of trailer for Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was on um, the first four seasons on ABC starting in September of 1996. Hallmark Home Entertainment is proud to present Melissa Joan Hart, the star of Nickelodeon's long-running hit series, Clarissa Explains It All, in her motion picture debut. This has got to be a dream. Sabrina seems like a typical teenager who's about to turn 16. But Sabrina is no ordinary girl. Did something strange happen last night? No. Why do you ask? And this is no ordinary birthday. To be opened only under the full moon. She is about to receive the biggest surprise of her life. You're a witch. A witch? <laughs> this is nuts. We'll be here to help you as you learn to use your powers. My powers? Of course, dear. What's the point of being a witch if you can't do magic? What do you think this means? It means we have to Like it? Wow. I mean, meow. That was good. Now, there's no kind of test. In my mind, in my sight, make all of Marty's answers work. That can't be passed. Ah! Yeah. And there's no challenge. Sabrina, ready to lose? A little sorcery won't solve. Ah! When she becomes the witch. Maybe the most popular boy in the whole school. By the power of all the stars above me, send this. We'll discover. You can't cast a spell for love. No such thing as a love potion. That true love is the greatest magic of all. Love is too precious for anyone to tamper with. The star of Nickelodeon's Clarissa Explains It All, Melissa Joan Hart, is Sabrina. The Teenage Witch. All right. So Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, the the 1996, starting in 1996 with Melissa Joan Hart. What I just played for you is actually a trailer for the, they did a pilot movie, a made-for-TV movie that that introduced the character. The actress uh, playing Sabrina was the same. They changed her name. She was... In the movie, let's see, where does it say? I saw this on the Wikipedia page, um, but the, um, yeah, she, uh, I don't know. She had a different last name. She's Sabrina Spellman in the TV show. I know I just read this somewhere here. Uh, Sabrina Sawyer, I think, in the in the movie. Uh, but, um, but yeah, the, the movie is actually, I see it, the whole movie is on YouTube if you want to watch. I don't think I've watched the ever, that pilot movie. And I didn't watch the uh, entire run of this series. I probably, I know I watched the first few seasons pretty regularly. I watched a few episodes here and there of the later seasons. I haven't, uh, maybe I have to go back and revisit it a little bit. Uh, it's a cute little fun show. Uh, and she's obviously, here, Give me a li- I'll give you a little bit more background. Uh, let's see, it stars Melissa Joan Hart, obviously, as an American teenager. By the way, she was 20 when she first started the show. So playing 16, yeah, not that big of a deal. Uh, I always thought she has a very young face, uh, especially at that age. 
So, um, but on her 16th birthday, learn 16th birthday, she learns she has magical powers, uh, which is a departure. These are uh, Sabrina is based on the Archie comic series, and in the comic series, Sabrina is always pretty much known she's had powers at a, even from a very early age, and they did the same kind of thing a little bit in the uh, Netflix show too. But I'll tell you more about that here shortly. Uh, she lives with her 16 year old aunts. Uh, Hilda and Zelda, uh, which they had different actresses playing those in the pilot movie versus the TV show. Uh, so just just one little comment there. You hear some of their voices in that trailer that I played. And uh, they have their talking cat, Salem, of course, uh, voiced by Nick Backey. And they they live in a fictional Boston suburb called Westbridge uh, at the, at throughout the rest of the series. Let's see what else here. Oh, the first, this is another situation, uh, a show that the Jump Networks, it ran for ABC uh, from 96 to 2000 for the first four years, four seasons. And then it jumped uh, because ABC canceled it. Uh, and then it jumped to the WB. Uh, f- and then it that aired the final three seasons from 2000 to 2003. Uh, the, yeah, so... Really had a long, truthfully, a long run, 163 episodes. There were some other TV movies as well, three of those total. Um, and again, total of uh, seven seasons, half-hour type episodes, you know, 22 minutes or so each. Uh, the, you know, the seasons are not necessarily a year in the life of Sabrina. It varies a little bit. Um I think the earlier, to me, the earlier seasons seem more interesting and better, and then it, it jumps off into some other areas a little bit. I don't want to, I'm probably not going to go into a great amount of detail about the show, uh, but a pretty good cast, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, Carolyn Rhea, uh, Beth Broderick, uh, Nick Bakey, I already mentioned, is was Salem, um, uh, Harvey Kinkle, which is basically Sabrina's boyfriend for the, for the early seasons, um, the he's played by Nate Richard. Uh, let's see who else here. Lindsay Sloan is in this. Martin Mull's in this. Uh, Soli is I say her first name is Solil. A uh, Moon Fry or uh, is Roxy? Uh, Elisa Donovan. Uh, yeah, you know some some known and some slightly lesser known actors. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart, obviously, probably one of the big names here. She. Um, She's had a long time career on TV uh, and and has done a lot on there. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a fun show. It's got a lot of cuteness to it. Melissa Joan Hart is adorable in it, and it's got the supernatural type element. It never gets super. Um, I don't feel like it's super intense or 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 anything. You know, the the Netflix show is is much more. Uh, it's kind of net the Netflix show I would describe. It's kind of almost like Hogwarts people grown up because there's a lot more involved with the whole group of witches and the witch school, like Hogwarts and, and that kind of stuff is in that. But I'll tell, tell you more about that when we get into that show talking about it. But um, the yeah, so Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, and I'm pretty sure it's on some streaming services. I'm, I think I know it's on, I think, Hulu. Or is it Prime Video? I think it's on Hulu, uh, and so that's it's it's pretty easy to see. 
I believe there are DVDs out, I think. There was also an animated series that they did with, I think Melissa Joan Hart did uh, the voices. Uh, It was a bit of a spinoff. Let's see what this says. Animated series. Animated series. Sabrina, the animated series started airing during the live action's fourth season. Oh, it looks like, sorry, Melissa Joan Hart did not voice uh, Sabrina. It was Hart's younger sister, Emily Hart who voiced her in the animated show. Melissa Joan Hart, interestingly enough, voiced the aunts, Hilda and Zelda. Uh, and then it was followed by a television uh, animated film, I guess, Sabrina, Friends Forever, and another series titled Sabrina's Secret Life. Neither Emily Hart nor Melissa Joan Hart returned for the television films or the follow-up series. An animated spinoff focusing on Salem McCat was also slated for the 2001-2002 season before that was scrapped. Um... Let's see. A new animated spinoff was produced by Hub, the Hub Network, in 2013 called Sabrina, Secrets of a Teenage Witch. In this version, Sabrina, voiced by Ashley Tisdale, is a witch princess in training so that she can one day rule the other realm. So, yeah, it's uh, I think it it, it was, a, again, a fun show. So the uh, I'm trying to look here. OK, so the seasons. Looks like they were always in the 20 or so episodes, 20, 20, season 1, 24, 2, 26, 3, 25, 4, 22. When it moved to the WB, it, it looks like they agreed to do three seasons, 66 episodes of 22 episodes per season. Um, definitely a big ratings change in, in viewership when it went from ABC to the WB. And so that, you know that kind of makes sense. I mean, it, there's a lot of places that we're getting the AB would get ABC pretty much a prime network versus the WB looks like really, you know, ABC had dropped in ratings. Looks like the first three seasons did very solid ratings. Actually, interestingly enough, looks like season, uh, season two and two and three did really good ratings. It dropped off a bit in season four, Season two and three actually did more, had more viewerships than in millions of viewers than than season one. Uh, sometimes that's the case. Shows have to take you know take off and, and get um, get word of mouth and things like that. But um, yeah, a good show, fun show. Check it out if you've never seen it. Uh, good little holiday thing too to watch at the at Halloween time, I think. And and had some fun stuff in it with a lot of, um, you know, magic and, and humor and, and things, but again, not, not super intense, not super, um, dark or anything like that. Definitely a a show that kids can, can watch pretty easily. Nothing real offensive or anything like that, that people would be need to be worried about. I'm going to take a, uh, excuse me, going to take a short break. I will play though a trailer during this break to the other Sabrina show which is called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This is the Netflix show uh, and a much more darker version of Sabrina. Still really good, I think. Uh, I'll, t- I'll talk more about it here in a moment, but um, check this out and, and I'll be back in a few. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Barbie Finkel, the only person you're going to scare is yourself. Oh. <laughs> Gotcha. Mm. Good night, Harvey. Good night, Sabrina. 
the town of Greendale, where it always feels like Halloween. There lived a girl who was half witch, half mortal, who, on her 16th birthday, would have to choose between two worlds, the witch world of her family and the human world of her friends. And that girl is me. Are you willing to forsake the path of light and follow the path of night? It's very tempting to It's very tempting. I can't do this. You must. I shall deliver Sabrina. You're going to die, half-breed. Girls, girls. Let's not be catty bitches. Hmm? It's just that you've grown up before my very eyes. You're a rebel, Spellman. That's how I like my witches. Right. You turned into the prettiest I'm not an evil person. But these are desperate times. Sabrina Spellman and I will not sign it away. Would you like to do the honors? <laughs> With pleasure. Rise. 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 Was on Hilda. She annoyed me, so I killed her and buried her in the yard. Zelda. All right, here we go. So, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That was what you just heard. The uh, one of our first trailers for the show. That's what I played for you. This is the, <clears throat> excuse me, the more, I guess, I call it adult or, or for an older audience, um, Sabrina show that is on Netflix. And uh, give you some background on this. I, I really like this show quite a bit. It sort of has a Buffy feel to it a bit, which, which is which is I you know Buffy is is a fantastic series, one of my favorite series probably of all time. And I think this this show is a is sort of a let's say a cousin to that show. It's it's it has a similar kind of. She has a group of friends. They they deal with the supernatural. She just instead of being a um, you know a slayer, a vampire slayer, she's a witch. So uh, a lot of similarities. Anyway, um, let me give you the Wikipedia kind of background here a bit. Um, and I, I think a lot of this show, I think the appeal to me, just like Melissa Joan Hart and the earlier show that I talked about, uh, Kiernan is that how you're saying her name? Kiernan, I think Shipka. Uh, she was, of course, um, was on Mad Men, uh, and she's uh, she's obviously older. And this show, let's see, she's she's born in '99, the actress, and this show. So she's playing pretty close to her age, just a little bit older than the age um, of this show. Because this show, let's see, it actually technically it they, they call it it has it has really two seasons. But it was released in four parts. It's only a total of 36 episodes. But they're on um, cable. They're on Netflix. So they're longer episodes. They're like an hour, typically, an episode. 
the um what was I going to say here? I was trying to see her age. Let's see. So it was it was released in 2018 through 2020. I think she did it started it in 2017, which she would have been about 17, 18 then, and she's playing 16 to start with. So not that that's really all that important, truthfully. And Kiernan Kiernan Shipka is she's a super tiny little woman, girl, whatever, uh, female. There we go. Um, is that the right terms these days? I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry, little little humor there. But the um, she has she has a very youthful appearance because she's so small. I think is is part of it. You know, I was always tall growing up in all my classes, so I always typically look older than than the group of people I was with typically because of that. Until you get until you get old enough, you're an adult where size is just wherever you end up, right? All right. Enough about all that weirdness. Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is an American supernatural horror streaming series developed by Roberto Agari Sacasa, because I am ruining his name, sorry, uh, based on the Archie Comics series of the same name. Series produced by Warner Brothers Television in association with Berlanti Productions, who, of course, does Riverdale. So the interesting thing about this show is that... um, it was it was going to be um, it was going to be on it wasn't going to be on Netflix. It was going to be on CW. Uh, it was intended to be a, it was originally developed and intended to be starting in September 2017 at the CW and a companion series to that. But for some reason, which I don't see exactly why, um, but a couple few months later in December, the project got moved over to Netflix. Uh, and it was filming in Vancouver, which is, I think, where they also film film Riverdale. And it's interesting because Sabrina, played by Kiernan Chipka, has shown up a few times uh, on Riverdale, which I should cover that show, too. Maybe I'll cover it when it finishes. I think they've only got one more season. That's a crazy show. It's practically fantasy. It's pretty much fantasy, especially the last few seasons. So, um, but... Um, it looks like Sabrina, this Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, that COVID kind of ended it. They were going to do more, but they kind of finished it off. And it did have kind of a conclusion. It didn't just really end, I, I feel like. it, And I think it had fairly satisfying uh, conclusion to everything. But um, so let's run down. Um, let's run down the cast a bit, because I think this show has really, really a great cast, uh, uh, strong, very strong cast. I think that's a lot of um, a lot of what makes this show good, and it and it's got more money they're spending on it than the older show. It's it's much more um, just uh, more theatrical looking, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, you know, especially when you go to Netflix, they can they can put more money in. I you know, Riverdale is is pretty pretty good show in terms of what they spend on it but it's pretty limited too they don't really they don't really have a i mean most of the time they don't have a lot of effects they use kind of similar sets all the time and so on and they're out in the woods a bit too all right let's see we already know kiernan plays sabrina spellman half human half witch teenager attending baxter high she's been raised by her aunts uh and uh, you know so it's very similar uh very similar to what the premise is of uh, the Sabrina Teenage Witch show. The difference here, which I think I, I, I said wrong earlier, 
this Sabrina knows she's a witch. What happens on her 16th birthday is she has to kind of make a decision to more or less like sign her way, uh, sign this book uh, that signs her life away kind of to what they call, I think they call him the dark one or whatever. Just call him the devil, you know. And or, you know, it's kind of the, the choice of her staying sort of in the mortal world or in the witch world a bit. And, the, and Sabrina, the interesting thing about her character is kind of like Spock in a way because she's she's a half-breed. She she has um, – which parent was it? One of, one of her parents is a witch, and, and I'll try to find it here real quickly. I think it's her father. Yes, her father is is the witch, and their mother was mortal. So so – because of that, it's it, she's 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 special, you know, and it sort of works both like for her and against her at different times. Um, okay, here we go. Ross Lynch, he plays Harvey Kinkle, her boyfriend, uh, which he's not her boyfriend, I don't think, throughout the whole series, if I remember. Try not to spoil too much if you haven't seen the show. Uh, Lucy Davis is Hilda, uh, one of the Sabrina's aunts. Uh, Chance Perdomo is Ambrose. Ambrose is great. Um, I, I really like him a lot. He's he's Sabrina's uh, warlock cousin from England. Kind of kind of the one that that she turns to when her aunts don't want her to do something. She's always going to Ambrose because Ambrose is a little bit more of a rebel, like Sabrina, and she'll get in. You know, she'll get into mischief, and and he will help her, and and so on. Uh, Michelle Gomez, who is fantastic, she's Mary Wardwell. Um, also play some other roles in this, with, which I won't say too much about it, but she's great. Michelle Gomez, you'll know from Doctor Who. She's been in that and a, and a lot of other things. She's in the Doom Patrol current uh, DC show. Jess Sinclair is, is Roz Walker, uh, one of one of uh, good friends of Sabrina. Uh, Tetti Gabrielle is Prudence Blackwood. Uh, she's, she's really good. She's been in quite a few things you'll know her from. She has a very distinctive look. Uh, let's see. Adeline Rudolph is Agatha. Um, Richard Coyle is, he's got a great big role. Father Faustus Blackwood, um, uh, Miranda Otto, who we all know from the Lord of the Rings movies. She's Zelda plays one of, uh, Sabrina's aunts. Uh, Lachlan Watson is, is Theodore Theo Putnam. And Gavin Leatherwood is, is Nick Scratch. Who's one of, one of Sabrina's, boyfriend slash flames in this uh show and there's other recurring characters too that's kind of the main group of of actors and cast people um for the show so it's i really like it it's it's really good and it's got some solid stories uh the acting is is well done the the look is really good it's a super great show to watch at this time of year if you haven't seen it um and like I said, it's got some connections to the comics. Uh, it's got some connections to Riverdale. Uh, and and yeah, so one thing I wanted to mention, several years back, maybe seven, eight years ago, Archie Comics, which is which aren't really like super intense comics. They did this line. They started it with, I think, Afterlife with Archie, which is basically Archie horror comics, let's call it. And then they did also uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comics. And these are much more, you don't think of Archie comics typically as being very intense and, and, and serious in that. But these are that. They're horror-ish. They're 
supernatural stuff. And they're they're pretty cool, uh, I think. The art's good. The stories are pretty intense. And again, I, this is mostly because of the time of the year, I think. But I, I, I like this stuff. Um, it falls into, I'm not a huge horror fan, as I've said before. I have certain kinds of things I'll, I'll enjoy, like the Halloween movies, some other scary movies, uh, the Sabrina shows I like. Uh, and I'm going to do, I think, think what I'm going to cover for the vidcast for Halloween in a couple of weeks, there's a creep show, which is sort of based on an old comic series. And they've been doing, I think it's in its third season right now, AMC has been doing that. And it's sort of an anthology horror series, or it is an anthology. And that's sort of, it is an anthology horror series. Their episodes are like an hour long, and they do like two half hour stories in each. And they're not really connected. They're independent and yeah, and I'm going to cover that on the, uh, I think on the vidcast in a couple of weeks, but these are the kind of sort of what I call bump in the night, scary things that are fun to, to watch and read, but they're not, um, they're not like the <laughs> saw movies or the super intense, like hostile, wasn't that a series or whatever, where people are just, you know, killing each other and chopped up and really, really intense, gross junk to me that don't have any, it, it, there's just no personality to them is is the way I, I think about it but um yeah and and the other thing which I did say already for Sabrina is it was it was released a little bit oddly on on Netflix you know they called it parts so they had season one which was split into two parts one and two 11 episodes in in the first part and nine in the next and then um season two, which was least, you know, part three and four, eight episodes in each of those. Um, not quite sure what that was all about. I mean, maybe it was sort of related to the storyline a little bit. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little, it's a little odd to me that that was, um, you know, I always thought, oh, what does this part stuff mean? Is that a season? <laughs> so, I think some of it had to do with just filming and what was available to release, you know, the show when you could release it and, and so on, you know, when it was ready to go. But um, I don't know. But I like it a lot. And uh, I want to play. The other thing about this show is they have some really good music that they slip into it. Um, they did that, I think, in the other older, more funny uh, Sabrina show, too, uh, because of the, the teenage aspects, you know, and things. But. I'm going to play this. This is a, a teaser that I that I like um, with a song called that's going during that you'll hear. It's mostly you're going to hear a song. It's called Blood in the Cut is the name of the song. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say there's a lot, but there's definitely blood because with these with this Sabrina show, with the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, everybody to make any like um, packs or sign a uh, evil book or or whatever. You've always got to have a little blood, right? You got to cut your cut your finger, cut your hand, or whatever. But um, so yeah, again, uh, the series mostly focuses around overall. Just to give you a quick feel, and then I'm gonna play this clip for you with the music. The um, is always the struggle of Sabrina between her mortal life and her life as a witch. And it also sets up the the classic, it's kind of like a superhero show in a way where when will her friends find out about her, you know, her dual identity kind of thing. I, w I will say without spoiling too much, they don't really drag that on too much in Sabrina. You know, it, it isn't like uh, some shows like, you know, like that old 
Superman and Clark show, the one with uh, Terry Hatcher, you know, that, that show, what it got to the very end before they kind of said, Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm Superman. Uh, even though I think she kind of knew, right. If I remember how it got the reveal, but they're not doing that as much in shows now. Now it's kind of like if somebody has sort of a secret identity, uh, they don't, they don't spin it out or drag it out forever. Uh, I, this has been kind of across the board and I've been seeing this trend, you know, it used to be that in superhero shows or anything, anything else that had somebody had a dual life. They, they, uh, I'm thinking of even like breaking bad, you know, breaking bad really, he kept it hidden for quite a long time, but it, it, it came out pr- pretty, you know, to his family and things found out about it and stuff. So, but um, Sabrina, that's what the, this show is kind of about, is a little bit about her struggle about the two-world thing. And which school does she go to, you know, the, the witchy school or the regular school or whatever. But listen to this clip with the music, and there's a little bit of um, dialogue near the end of it. But it's a, it's a really fun little uh, bit of music. And, uh, again, I think this show, show has a lot of appeal to it. And I think most people who probably listen to the Trex and Sci-Fi show that you guys will probably like this show. If you haven't watched it, Check it out on Netflix. Here's the clip. Spellcasting. Midnight-ish? The witching hour? Hmm, spooky. Yeah, I like that uh, I like that song quite a bit. It's, uh, if you want to know, there's a, uh, it's by, uh, Blood in the Cut is by K-Flay, K-period-F-L-A-Y. I don't really know her. And the song is, um, the full song, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon me, sorry. Um, the full song is is pretty intense. Has some, um, let's say, adult language in it. Uh, just so you know, just so you're aware of that. Uh, but this, um, but back to um, Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Netflix. Uh, I'm hoping that they'll do more sometime. I mean, Netflix says they're they canceled because of uh, COVID, but it's a super young cast, and I think especially Kiernan uh, is is really really good as as Sabrina. I think she's perfectly cast according to this Wikipedia page. She was really their first and only choice to play the role. Uh, she looks the part super, super well, especially the way they've done her hair and her clothing. And, you know, compared to the way Sabrina looks in the comics and the Archie comics and stuff like that. So really good. Check it out. Uh, a lot of great music. Uh, they have, just like in the Archies, they kind of have their own little band in the show, too. They play music and stuff. So I'm going to probably wrap up the show, um, the podcast here shortly. I'm going to play one of the other songs. This was used for the trailer to um, uh, part three uh, when that was coming out. Uh, This is called uh, Straight to Hell. I think it's Kiernan. Pretty sure it's her singing in this. 
and it's it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. It's like about a three minute song. So I'll play that for you at the end of the show here to wrap it up. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I like Halloween. It it's it's pretty much up there with Christmas for me for holidays. I, I really I think it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's especially in the north because the weather gets cooler here and there's leaves and pumpkins and apple orchards and stuff like that going on here. Uh, you know, I spent some years in California growing up, and and I do believe that holidays like Christmas and Halloween, they're and even even like Easter holiday, which is sort of the you know springtime. I I've always felt that these holidays are more uh, suited to the north, where we have real different weather seasons. Yes, you people down south in Texas and. Florida, you guys don't have real seasons. Don't even, don't even try, you know, and uh, we, you know, weather extremes here, you know, it's, uh, we'll be zero, (laughs) zero in the morning and 60 in the afternoon or something. So, uh, yeah, I know you guys had some hurricanes in Florida and I, and I do feel for you for that, but, um, and that's crazy weather, but generally your weather is pretty, pretty, pretty warm, pretty stable, but point is it, this time of year gets me in the mood for this kind of stuff you know watching uh scary movies or shows so i, I do enjoy podcasting at this time and, and talking about this stuff so check out sabrina especially this more recent one on netflix if you haven't watched it uh, it's very much worthwhile especially if you were a fan of buffy and those kinds of shows uh, i think uh supernatural shows like this like vampire diaries and and, and the you know, supernatural, right? Which again, I must admit, never seen it. <laughs> it's so hard for me to start something that's like, oh, it's just like 14 seasons or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll just check that out tomorrow. <clears throat> I just don't have the time. It's just too many new things to watch. By the way, I'm kind of digging the new Quantum Leap. Uh, it's growing on me. Uh, I I think they're they're pulling in. There was an interesting sort of reveal last week's episode. That that I, I I you know they're definitely keeping connections to the original series strong, and and I I'm still crossing my fingers Scott Bakula will show up at some point. I know he said you know I don't know if he really said no, but he kind of said hey good luck with your show you know kind of thing. You never really know what people say. There's so many reports and articles out there on the web, but I think that he'll show up at some point. I really do. I think it would be great. And, and, you know, I don't think anyone was, was really quite happy with the way the original series ended. So it would be nice to see that resolved a bit better. Uh, I think that it could be really fun to have a crossover like that. So, uh, okay, I think that's it. Uh, I've, I've talked enough. My voice, I apologize. My, I'm kind of gravelly today. I think it's just the weather changing and things. I feel fine. I had a uh, had popcorn with the Halloween movie last night. Sometimes that kind of dries me out. I need to drink like a gallon of water after eating popcorn but um but yeah uh check out sabrina both shows are fun and uh, i think i kind of lean to the more recent one because it's a little more serious and a little more uh just just more uh more just more (laughs) anyway folks uh thanks for listening as always appreciate your coming back each week uh, checking out treks and sci-fi after all this time and if you're somebody who is kind of new to the show hey welcome aboard uh we have a good time and speaking of welcome aboard boy lower decks has been fun this this run 
we're getting uh, Prodigy, more Prodigy at the end of the month. I think Lower Decks, we probably only have maybe one more episode, two more episodes. I don't, I don't know. Did it end? I'm not sure. Hang on. Let me look real quick. Yeah, it looks like there's 10 episodes coming. So we have two more. The The one this week, Crisis Point 2 Paradoxus, was, was amazing, was great. Um, but yeah, we're getting two more. Then Prodigy. It looks like maybe there's an overlap week there where we're going to have an episode of Prodigy and uh, Lower Decks on the 20, because I think Prodigy's back on the 27th of October. So, yeah, but check those shows out. Paramount Plus. By the way, what did, what did I just see? Something like, oh, yeah, if you're a Walmart Plus member, you can get Paramount Plus for free as well. I don't know how you connect it all together, but check that out uh, when you get a chance. And so um, that's it. I'm going to finish off the show, the podcast this week with, like I said, this other song from uh, one of the trailers. Uh, This song is called Straight to Hell. It's a music video trailer for part three of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's about three minutes long song. Um, But yeah, check out some of the trailers if you want on YouTube, which is where I've been playing these from. And the music uh, for these shows is is good. So um, yeah. All right. I've said yeah a bunch of times, right? Haven't I? (laughs) Oh, by the way, two other shows I'm still trying to get on Netflix or get back into. I'm going to watch more tonight, I think, is uh, the last season of Lock and Key and um, The Imperfects, I think, is the name of the other show. Yeah, I got to watch more of those. But uh, talk to you guys soon. Talk to you in probably two weeks. Maybe a guest cast next week. Might be another skip week, but uh, uh, or a repeat show repeat probably actually and then two weeks we'll do the halloween vidcast on the it'll be only a couple days to halloween then it'll be like the 30th oh it'll be the day before halloween so that'll be fun all right take care everyone and take it away sabrina knock 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 on the gates of hell Can I have it all?
This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.